Welcome everyone to the very first guest episode of Righteous. Joining me today for a podcast on podcast is the founder and co-host of Five Minute Library, a writer at one of India's leading news agency and a wonderful friend. Welcome to the show, PUC. Hi, Gaurav. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank um, you. I'm so excited. Thank you for coming. And uh, how's your day been? Very interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> okay. Very okay. interesting. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's get started. As I mentioned earlier, this is a podcast on podcast. We are going very meta. And uh, Piyushi is the founder and co-host of Five Minute Library. So tell me the story of Five Minute Library. How, like, how did it come about? How did you guys decide? Like everything. Go on. Right. So uh, the Five Minute Library is a podcast which aims to um, find the right book for people through five minute book reviews. And uh, my co-host and my co-founder, Ira Gopal, uh, she and I came up with this. Uh, so what had happened was last year, we were both going through a lot of change in our lives where she had to move back to her hometown, Pune, because of the lockdown. And I was preparing myself for a very um, heavy career shift. Now, what was common between the two of us was that uh, we both love books and we both have a marketing-based career. We've had a marketing-based career for a couple of years now with different, you know, internships and jobs and here and there. So what happened was that a lot of times we'd be talking about uh, the topic and we realized that the issue with a lot of people was that they came and told us that they want to read, but they don't know where to start from. Mm. Or they wanted a book where, you know, it would fulfill their goal, but they don't know, no, they didn't know like where to go from, you know, mm. which one do you pick up first? Yeah. And so we figured, okay, that's a problem. That's a problem we can solve. Mm. Um, you know, so you know, we, we brainstormed a little bit and we like tried a bunch of different ideas. Uh, we came up with some really bad ones and then some really good ones. And um, we found uh, our strengths and our weaknesses and we realized, okay, like I'm going to work on my strengths with, within the podcast and she's going to work on her strengths within the podcast. So that's how we decided to come up with it. And uh, on Jan 10th, mm. this year is when we release the podcast the first episode but we had been preparing for it for quite some time for a couple of weeks before that mm. so that's how that's how it came to be nice nice lovely and also you guys recently hit six months yeah we're oh. about to hit seven months and i think nice nice, nice 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 amazing so i mean i've been listening to it quite a lot and it's definitely makes me want to read a book that is definitely like you guys are definitely doing what you guys set out to do maybe one day you guys will give blinkist a run for their money who knows we'll see <laughs> but yeah so now let's so you started a podcast on the basis that you guys wanted to help someone right and yes. most people have a lot of questions before they start a podcast. Like how, how do they do it? Why should they do it? Why not someone else? And there are many questions that come up in people's mind. Now, right. so we've listed down five questions. 
I will be hmm. very uh, open to the audience. This I've literally copied it from uh, Varun Dogirala. He is an amazing okay. podcast host. He is the host of Advertising is Dead. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you've heard of that as well. So thanks to him. What is not copied is the answers or the perspectives that me and Piyushi are going to give on these questions. So let's start off with the first one. The very first question is, why do you want to start a podcast? That is something that mm-hmm. might come up in your mind. Like, why do you want to start mm-hmm. a podcast? Why not something else? So according to you, like, what was the why for you? So, um, I can't speak on a general basis. I can only mm. speak about what was uh, the why for me and Ira. Mm. Uh, so for us on a micro level, it was about solving a problem, which mm. is, you know, um, we saw in just our own friend circle, a lot of people facing this problem and we realized, Hey, you know, this is, this is much larger than us. And on a macro level, it was about uh, being able to create a, a movement and B start a conversation on the topic because we felt like this, this culture of reading, it had been dying. And we realized that, hey, maybe with our podcast, if even at a small scale, we can develop a culture, you know, of reading within millennials and Gen Z. Mm. Uh, that would, I, I felt like that is something that we really wanted to put out into the world because uh, this is something that shouldn't die. You know, reading books is not something that should die. Yeah. Um, we've, it has helped us so much. I've gotten through the lockdown, through the pandemic because of uh, all the amazing books that I've had. So we realized at a micro level, it was about problem solving, which is, you know, I mean, you hear this a lot on all those like motivation pages and all you <laughs> solve a problem, solve a problem, find right. a problem, fix it. Right. But um, keep the cringy stuff aside. It really does work. You know, mm. you find a solution to people's issues and they actually want to listen. Mm. And uh, on a macro level, it was about starting a conversation, talking about it. Nice. Nice. Lovely. I, I didn't know that. I'm glad to know that because a lot of times, so in your case, it's quite clear to you, which is very good for some people. Usually it's not very clear the why. And I feel most people, they shouldn't hesitate too much. If their why is not clear, it is a journey. Mm -hmm. It's maybe an exploration. You want to do something, you want to create something and it's sometimes okay not to know exactly why you want to do it, but you have this small inkling to create and you should go ahead with it anyway, try it out, see what happens. There's always a learning experience, you know, so that kind of, I I agree with that. Mm. I agree with that. I mean, like if you want to just do it, it's not about a why it's about a why not. Mm. If you want to do it, why not? Are you going to put put it out? No, seriously though, why not? I mean, yeah. if you want to create, create. Mm. This is art. You're creating art and you don't need to be particularly like a public speaker or um, a marketer or like any anyone, you know, to create. You want to create a podcast, like technology is advanced so much where you can do it in like an hour yeah. and you don't need fancy equipment. Just start it. That's all. Yeah. It's all about starting it. Yeah. Like you don't have to wait to be perfect. So why not? Do yep. Nice, nice. All right. Next question. Why are you the right person to do this podcast? Okay. So this is kind of interlinked okay. to the first question. So mm-hmm. what, what do you have to say about that one? 
so uh i've been reading ever since i was a kid my first novel was when i was 5 years old it was an enid blyton novel and uh, i got that from scholastic of course and since then i've just been hooked and for the past few years what i've done is uh, i've dabbled in a lot of different genres so of course as a teenager i started out with uh, books like twilight fantasy mm-hmm. all of that but then i later on uh, tried out different genres like self help and autobiographies and business books and uh, regular fiction and i realized that okay i've you know i have enough knowledge where i'm able to help out my friends to you know find the right books for them mm-hmm. and um, other than that also again it interlinks with my marketing based background where i realized i have the capability of putting out the right suggestions and making sure it reaches the audience as well which is why i felt and a third thing that interlinked was that uh, i've been doing public speaking for quite some time i started out in school with um, you know rep- representing my school for inter school debates i realized uh, after that i've done some courses i even trained uh, i actually mentored for uh, public speaking so i've mentored a couple of students at my previous organization i realized that okay so um it felt like the right mix of skills i needed and some skills that i did need and i did not have which were like uh design mm. and a uh, little bit of copy mm. which is something that i uh, once i started doing podcast it just happened on its own like it was all about practice mm. so this may sound a little intimidating that okay you might feel like you need to like have all of these skills but you don't Yeah. Just like yeah. start and it'll happen on its way. <laughs> right. The first the first episode is always bad. <laughs> <laughs> it always yeah. Always always. If people actually put out the first recording that they ever made maybe oh. <laughs> I'm very sure people have multiple recordings where they messed up <laughs> and they didn't post it. So many yeah. so many. Yeah. No one sees that side of things where you're trying and iterating mm-hmm. and doing it constantly, right? Exactly. Yep. So yeah, I think that answers the question. Right person to do this podcast, I guess you either need to have a perspective or an expertise. I guess eventually mm-hmm. like you said, you just start and you start building your own perspective and I think that's more than enough. And eventually you'll also build the expertise. So Yes. I think both of them keep going hand in hand. So yeah. Yes. Uh third question, what's your voice? This question is kind of again interlinked to the second question and the voice I would say of a podcast is it's something which is very unique to you, to the person who is speaking and if i had to take mm-hmm. an example joe rogan i mean there's no genre to his podcast right but everyone mm-hmm. keeps going back and listening to him because over time he has built his own voice and he is this person who is very curious and he brings on guests and he asks them a lot of things about their profession and i think finding your voice is like like you said you just start a podcast you keep doing it you have like the love and passion for it and eventually you'll find your voice so i think what's what's the voice like the voice for you mm. so 
our main niche is of course books right but mm-hmm. within that what something that's uh, special about the 5 minute library is that we realize that i mean we're all gen z right mm-hmm. we don't have the attention to be listening <laughs> to like uh, uh you know a one hour long podcast on books i i wouldn't also do that man like <laughs> i love books but i would not i would not listen to that so i realized um you know shit i don't have an attention span that big and me no nobody i know does okay so especially for a boring topic you know if you're learning something i get it but so what we realized was that a lot of people do find books boring and we're trying to change mm. that we're trying to change mm. our perspective so mm. we need to do it in a way where it is appealing to people who are sort of on the edge Right. you know who want to read but they don't want to start right. so we made sure that all of our reviews are 5 minutes long mm. not not more than that we don't keep our reviews longer than that yeah uh, if we have a very interesting author on board we might extend it of by a few minutes but if it's just me and her actually doing a book review mm. never five more than 5 minutes maybe a few seconds here and there so that is something that uh, we found people actually like mm. and uh, again another thing was that we try to keep it based on the audience that's listening to us so we have again it's targeted towards millennials and gen z like pre- predominantly right so yeah. we add like pop culture references sometimes <laughs> you know yeah. um, and people tend to like that so yeah. you know it's all about making it relatable but also helpful right so right uh, that's i think that's i think our voice yeah true true and i think that is where like you can compete with blinkist one day when you're grown enough <laughs> because you have a voice of course blinkist is just a service a robot service i don't know why i keep comparing you to them but yeah that's the reference hey man about. like you're being a you're being a very indian parent right now like <laughs> <laughs> in very indian parenting right now <laughs> yeah anyway anyway all right uh, the fourth question is define yeah. your perm flex so what uh, okay. basically what that is is define mm-hmm. what you're going to keep permanent about your podcast and what are you going to okay. keep flexible about your podcast okay what we want to keep permanent is that uh, you know at the end of the day it should help someone find the right book for them hmm so that is something that is our uh, that's a sort of like our vision right yeah. and our mission and vision and all of that so to find the right books for people that's our permanent thing mm. and uh, temporary is we might play around with the formats a little bit you know yeah. or how we go about the podcast mm. um the genres we explore i've i've explored so many new genres ever since it started so that and basically like the way we put it out there the way we mm. market it yeah. but our mission of helping people find the right books for them is something that will stay permanent because it has to help and at the same time start a conversation right right the flexible aspect i have to say i love the author series like getting the person who wrote the book their perspective on mm-hmm. when they were writing it that's very interesting yeah. to listen so it's looking so yeah it's i'm looking forward to more like formats and things that you come up with so yeah <laughs> all right uh fifth question who do you want to mm. talk to i guess that's the target mm. audience and i think as you mentioned yeah 
Gen Z millennials. That's for you. Gen Z millennials. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. For anyone thinking about starting a podcast, definitely at least think about demographics. Want to talk to? Yeah. Demographics is very important because yeah. uh, you know it. It has to be very important. You have mm. to like have it genre-wise. Even if you're doing a financial podcast. um if you just do it on a very general basis i mean sure it'll pick up eventually but if you provide something that's very specific mm. it's something that will i think provide a lot more value to people yeah because it's the more specific you go mm. the more personalized the experience is for the listener yeah yeah so i this is just my opinion again but i really believe that you should specialize in your demographic you don't have to be like you know limit yourself to a very specific demographic but mm-hmm. focus on it yeah so yes i think that like in the beginning at least you you should have a clear idea as to who you're speaking to yes. eventually it might grow towards yes. different people but yeah all right so those were yes. the five questions or the five things that someone should consider before starting a podcast it will definitely help you like concretize mm-hmm. your idea a bit more give you the confidence to start out your podcast now okay this is the next segment it's a small one but okay it's called how to choose between different podcast formats now we okay. discussed that slightly uh, there are many formats mm-hmm. how do you think someone should choose a podcast format or like what is the right decision is there a right decision at all what do you think I don't think there's anything such as right and wrong, but mm. when it comes to choosing, um, a consume a lot, consume a lot of different types of podcasts. You don't have to listen to the whole episode of different mm. podcasts if you don't want to. Listen a little bit, get a basic idea of the uh, format, mm. and then I think go with the process of elimination. You know, okay. instead of trying to pick one, how about like trying all of them and mm. eliminating ones you don't like, and the ones you do like. either i go with any one of them or mix and match like it's all about what feels right to you nice. it's your podcast this is nice. your art you choose yeah. what to do with it yeah cool i like that concept of elimination i haven't heard like, that it really helps yeah yeah no like this is like this is that this is all like sherlock holmes did it's like do do so just like come on man. like read some sherlock holmes man come on i will i will <laughs> All right. Okay. So that was a quick segment. Segment. I mean, I think Piyushi gave a very clear idea. If you have, if you're confused between formats, just try them out. See what you're comfortable with, and then just go ahead. Now, uh, the next part is called how to monetize a podcast. This is a mm-hmm. question that people have asked me, like. other people in my niche who i talk to they have asked me like how yeah. are you monetizing your podcast and i'm like buddy i've just started like give me some time <laughs> now i think the very first thing what what is the very first thing that you should do like to monetize a podcast i think so see as of now we don't monetize the five minute library podcast mm-hmm. um however at some point in the future we may mm-hmm. and uh, more than before that our main goal is to build a community first mm. you know why will people pay for your services if they don't know what value you're offering i mean like in an ideal world 
yeah. you know you advertise and they'll pay yeah. but now everything is so competitive i mean there are thousands and thousands of podcasts you know coming up every single month yeah no matter what niche you're in hmm. you know how what is it that you provide different right so hmm. i realize that it's all about first building a community Mm. uh putting out a lot of content putting out whatever information you can to be able to help people mm. make sure that there's like a lot of trust built you know where people feel like hey you know they they personally connect with your brand mm. it's not about just being behind uh, a screen and talking about something you know it's about like really building a relationship mm. and um that is something i think that needs to be really strong as your foundation before you can even consider monetization mm. so that I and that. i mean of course there's so much more options but this is what this is i feel like there needs to be a lot of trust yeah yeah love that like first build yourself as someone who people want to look out for like if if you've mm. not published a episode on one week make sure you're getting dms ki when when is your next episode coming out yes when you have people yes. like that that is when you know people are looking forward to your content and i think yes that is a good point when you can think of starting to monetize and mm. to just just to briefly cover like what are the different ways you can monetize a podcast if you've listened to podcast before of course you've heard ads those are sponsorship deals that you listen in between like for 15 seconds 30 seconds people pay pay you based on the number of listeners you have and that's quite a good way to do it because it it kind of helps the audience also know that oh this podcast that i'm li- listening to is really growing and like as a listener sometimes even i feel very proud oh like this this is such an amazing podcast now the next one affiliate marketing this is basically again kind of a sponsorship deal but i think i've witnessed this more on youtube channels on youtube videos people who uh, produce uh, video based podcasts they usually have these uh, brand links in the description where if if i am an audience listening and i go click the link i buy from the brand the creator or the podcast host they get a certain amount of commission for the sale that was made so that is a good way then offering premium content of course this this will happen eventually like there are many platforms like patreon or buy me a coffee where it's a subscription based service just like you pay for netflix or amazon prime on a monthly basis if you reach a level where you have a quite a big audience you can eventually start giving out premium content that people pay for and one thing that i have recently found out is you can also join a podcast advertising network now uh, one one that i know of in india is called ivm like indus indus valley media if i'm not wrong and what they do is they set up the foundation for your podcast they help you produce it they help you distribute it all you have to do is be the creator and through their advertising network they cross promote your podcast within different podcasts so that's quite a good way to be in a community of people who are creating podcasts and you're getting paid as well so that's that's something 
you can look into once you have eventually grown to a certain number of audience and you can pitch or you can reach out to these advertising networks and they'll help you like grow your podcast even further and then i think this is <laughs> most people won't expect this but another way is to sell merchandise of course your podcast is just another form of content and through that content you can of course sell merchandise based on your brand that you have built over time so maybe one day eventually i will see pushi sell uh, five, <laughs> five minute library mugs i think or or t-shirts whatever that can be i remember seeing your story you received a five minute library cup from someone or a mug what was that yes so um it was ira's birthday Oh and her elder sister gifted us um, these mugs with like the Fimer Library logo and nice. the names in the back but no i am pretty sure we we'll see a lot of like um, righteous um, uh, merchandise as well like i'm pretty sure like and i know for a fact like when when god of dust releases merchandise it's going to be like very creative it's going to be very creative like he's one of those very like you know like creative copywriters like anything you give him he'll do it in like the most creative way possible so i'm pretty sure like i'm actually i'm really looking forward to that so yeah thank you, thank <laughs> you for setting me up for failure thank you for that <laughs> all right so those were some of the monetization methods and we've reached the end of this podcast uh i have a few questions for you okay so the first one is if there's one thing you could change about the marketing world what would it be money money is what i would change um, <laughs> i'm going to be <laughs> i'm going to be really really candid about this okay mm. because um a mm. marketers don't get paid enough mm. okay secondly the value that marketers mm. provide whether you're in content whether you're in digital mm. whether you're in a very specific micro function within either of these mm. um it doesn't matter either way you're underpaid and overworked and this is something that i have seen everywhere a in my life b in the lives of all my friends that are marketers and i feel like this is just this is something that frustrates me at my core because yeah. um a your business is not going to further without marketing because mm. i mean it's 2021 yeah. everyone owns a business everyone owns some product yeah. you need to market but mm. at the same time you're not willing to pay the people who can do it for you mm. um you know so i feel like there's a lot of disrespect happening there like the recognition you know, why... is not there to the actual value not, that is being given not just that i feel mm-hmm. like marketing as a function needs to be like valued and respected a lot more okay. and uh, thirdly um i lost my train of thought oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's okay <laughs> i lost my train of thought um so i think that is one thing and thirdly like uh, there's not a lot of uh, like I feel like it's really hard sometimes to find uh, places where you will have a lot of uh, scope for creativity as well. 
Mm, you know, mm. like people are so afraid to take risks. I mean, like right. if you right. want to say, you know, let's run this campaign. Right. Um, but you know, the people you're working for, or the organization, or your partners, or whoever, you know, they're yeah. very scared too if they're not from a marketing background. Yeah. So, like you know, you have to. I think there's a lot. There's a lot to criticize about marketing, <laughs> and we can really yeah. get into it. But I think, I think my main issue with um the function and the industry in mm. the country is that mm. uh, it's about pay man like um i'm just i really think it needs to be recognized and valued a lot more because the number of skills that you have to learn to be a marketer i mean design writing long form and short form writing video editing audio editing advertisement <laughs> digital when does it end <laughs> when does it end right so right. any other field you have to learn these many skills you'll get paid a lot more but for mm. marketing people keep trying to you know they'll try to be like hey can you work for lesser hmm yeah absolutely not so that's something i'd like to change nice nice okay so on the flip side what is one thing yes. you're grateful or that you like about marketing uh what i'm grateful for is the space hmm. to be able to to be able to come up with whatever creative things i can i want to come up with you know the this function provides so much more space for creativity than most of the functions mm. you know and i think that's really nice i think it's something that uh, it it's something that brings a lot of like smiles to your face when you see that something has worked and you see yeah. people connecting with it because it's mm. a very people role right yeah. it's not a very technical role it's not a financial it's about it's mm. about connecting with people mm. so being able to form a relationship with a third party who doesn't even know you yeah <laughs> but they trust you now and yeah. they you know they they want to spend their hard earned money on a product that you are marketing a service you are marketing i think about the whole building relationships aspect of it and the creativity aspect of it i think that's very fulfilling which is why i mean despite us not getting paid a lot um, we <laughs> we tend to uh, we tend to still stick to this career because it's so fulfilling in so many ways nice nice lovely okay so i have one last question this is yes. a curveball i have not discussed this with you okay <laughs> Are you okay. ready for it? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm so excited. Okay. Yes. All right. This. Yes. I mean, I made it sound like it's going to be some amazing question. It's just a sent statement. There's a blank at the end of it. I need you to fill it. Okay. Okay. So the statement is: When I grow up, I want to be dash. So could you fill in that blank? Take your time. <laughs> When I grow up, I mean, what about me? When I grow up, I want to be. When I grow up, I want to be creative. Nice, lovely. Okay, thank you. Thank you so so much for being on this thank show. Thank you for thank you for having me. I feel so honored to be your first guest. Like, I mean, I did not think. I mean, my imposter syndrome really kicked in. <laughs> so, so I was like, hey, um, am I am I qualified enough for this? Well, I say no. You're no, more no. than qualified <laughs> enough, and thank you, thank you so much for being here. And uh, to everyone listening, I leave uh, 
Piyushi's social media links below. You can go follow her, listen to Five Minute Library, go sh- uh, support her, listen to her podcast, read books, and I hope you have a great day. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.